Hi, and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. My name's Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and currently a board-certified behavior analyst working at a private center. The whole goal of this podcast is to help you with balance. So you'll have some episodes helping you at work and other episodes helping you outside of work. I hope you guys are excited to dive into today's episode. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to geek out a little bit together about one of my favorite things that I do in my everyday life. It is my plans, my many, many plans. So I'll be the first to admit I can be a little type A. I love a plan. I crave structure. I depend on a list. My lists and my love of lists and my love of plans have grown over the years, and I now maintain four. Yes, four different plans and lists. We're going to cover all four in today's podcast and how I work with each of them. You might not need all of them. You probably don't need all of them. Pick and choose what works for you. And if you adopt any of my plans, please let me know because I love chatting about these types of things with you guys. The first plan that I have is a quarterly plan. This is my most overarching plan. I started doing this back in May of 2022. It was the missing piece that I really needed. I struggled with more long-term planning, which made it hard for me to keep momentum. So I was really good at having a short plan. And then when I finished everything in that plan, I'd be like, well, what do I do now? So now with my quarterly plans, I have a clear vision of where I'm going. I also try and have a running list, so when it's time to make a new quarterly plan, I have a jumping point. And this has also been really helpful because I can be someone that's working on a project, and then I brainstorm the idea for a new project, and I jump over to that, and then I never go back to the old one. So now I just record it on my running list, and I make it the focus of the next quarter. I have four main sections in my quarterly plans. So the first one is TPT, which is what I was kind of just talking about. This one might not be relevant for all of you, but I do plan out all of the projects that I'm gonna be working on in the next three months. This will include new products and continuations of products. I also choose a couple products to expand on each quarter because I'm always attempting to give you guys even more in the products that you purchase from me. Podcasts are also planned out in this section, and I started working on TPT seriously in 2016, and it would have been so helpful if I'd have something like this running back then. The second section is my BCBA section. So I plan out all of the treatment plans I need to get done in the next quarter and any major meetings that I know are coming up. We have management meetings at my center. I also have parents bring me to IEP meetings. So if I know that's gonna be happening, it goes in the list. I also add the CEUs that I'm working on. These are continuing education units. You're required to get a certain amount to renew your license every two years. So I put that in there because it'll be time to renew my license before I know it. I totally should have been using this kind of template to keep track of my IEPs and my trainings back when I was teaching as well. I had a MANT certification I had to keep up with. I had a lot of other little things and my IEPs, I was always behind on. Having it laid out would have been very, very helpful. The third thing I have is recipes. So lists of books to read and movies to watch is common, but does anyone else have a list of recipes to make? Now that we're heading into the coldest part of the year, this is the time to make the pot roast and the thick stews and the hot toddies and the Super Bowl snacks that I bookmarked months ago. I put them in the notebook so I can reference it when I make my meal plan each week. 
And then my life section, because of course we all knew I had a list of books to read too. I have both books from Kindle Unlimited and books from the library. I also include some fun date ideas with my husband and things just for me. I used to really struggle with not knowing what to do when I had time off during winter break and spring break. And if I had a running list like this going, I could have quickly found things to do with that time. So that's kind of how I turned my notebook into like my life because everything is in there, like I said, right down to meal planning. And I have really enjoyed doing that. The second type of plan is a monthly plan. Monthly plans were the first element I added into my routine. So to back up a little bit, I made my first one in December of 2020. So as you guys know, in 2019, I made a big switch from teaching to working at a center. My center-based job was evenly split with my adaptation station business. So when I first went to work there, I spent about 18 to 20 hours a week at the center, 18 to 20 hours a week working on adaptation station at home. Well, I did that for about eight months before the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, my center-based work scaled way back and Adaptation Station really came to the front. That was my main focus. In late 2020, like October, November, I dived deep back into working on my BCBA supervision. And again, the tables got turned. I was having a hard time balancing because that's a lot of changes to happen in a relatively short time. I needed some help balancing everything out and I needed some organizational structure to know what to do. Thus, the concept of the monthly plan was born. It was simple. I had my major projects for supervision that month. I also had my podcast for that month planned out and emails, any TBT products I was trying to get done. I already know I strived off of structure and having a neat typed out plan was just what I needed. I depended on these to get me through the next six months of supervision, and I started adding some fun things to them like reading and going on dates, and that really helped me remember to take a break from BCBA stuff, take a break from TPT stuff, take a break from the podcast, and do something just for me and just for my relationship. It really helped keep me calm during that stressful period. Now, I stopped them pretty much the day I became a BCBA in July of 2021, and I didn't use them for the next six months. And that was an awful idea because I desperately needed them. I brought them back in January 2022. And I'm really glad I did. Because while I love the quarterly plan, sometimes I do need a little bit more of a narrow view for the next couple of weeks. The monthly plan helps me know exactly what I need to do. And if you want to learn how to make your own monthly plan, I actually have an entire podcast about that with the tutorial linked down in the show notes. The next type of plan is my weekly plan slash my Google Calendar. So I wouldn't say I added a weekly to-do list because I've been doing those since college. I always had a running list with everything I needed to get done. I was the editor-in-chief of my campus newspaper for two years. So I always needed help keeping track of things for the newspaper as well as things for my class. I kept up with those when I went into teaching, when I entered grad school, and moved into my adult life. I've been doing them for gosh, like 13, no, more than that, 15 years now. So it's something that's just part of my routine. I write them out every single week. And I pull this from the monthly list. Are you seeing that domino effect yet? I, I make the quarterly list and then we go down to the monthly list. Then we go down to the weekly list. Each type of list is helping me narrow down my vision so I know the most urgent things in my life right now. The Google Calendar concept is new. 
So I had tried to do like bigger chunks, like, okay, I've got the entire morning free and I'm going to work on my podcast from like 7.30 in the morning to noon. And that was not effective. I just don't do well with those like open periods. I think it comes back from, you know, being a teacher, we're changing the classes every 30 minutes, being a student, you've got more tight time frames. And so back in the summer, I switched things up and my husband suggested trying a Google Calendar. So I look at each task and I decide how long I think it'll take me. So a podcast episode takes me about four to five hours. I will split that into three separate 90-minute chunks and spread that across the week. I do that with each task to build out my schedule. By switching tasks throughout the day, I find I tend to get a lot more done and it helps me be more productive. The last one is the daily to-do list, and I use this one the least because for the most part, I can go on my Google Calendar and then look at my weekly list and go from there. In my weekly list, I'll write out the task in order. So let's use the podcast as an example. I'll have an actual header that says podcast. Below it, I have each step of the podcast. I have brainstorming the idea, writing the script, editing the script, recording the podcast, editing the podcast, writing the show notes, and then making the reel or Instagram post. Those are written in order because I can't edit the podcast until I record it, and I can't record it until I write the script, and I can't write the script until I know what I'm talking about. So they have to be done in a particular order. So if I sit down at my computer for the day and I see that I've got a 90-minute podcast chunk, and then I see that the next thing on my podcast section is writing the script, I automatically know what to do. And so I can usually get through with just using those two resources. But sometimes if I'm maybe feeling unsure about something at work, like I've got an issue going on in my BCBA job, or I just felt like I was really unproductive the day before, or I wake up in a funky headspace, sometimes writing the daily list can help as well because I just love to visually track progress And being able to color in little circles indicating what tasks I get done in a day can really help me. I don't necessarily think everybody needs four separate lists. Maybe you just need a quarterly plan and a weekly to-do list. Maybe you like the idea of a monthly list just posted above your desk. Maybe you're a scribble a couple tasks on a post-it note kind of person, or maybe you don't need a plan at all. If you are team no plan, that is fascinating to me, but you do you. But I hope this podcast gives you some ideas of some ways you can build support into your life if that is something that you do need. If you try any of these, please let me know. I would love to geek out about plans with anyone and everyone. And I have some examples that I've posted on Instagram. I'll link those down in the show notes as well. Enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you guys found something useful and you can always come visit me on Instagram at Adaptation Station for more content all about work and life. I hope you guys join me for the next episode and have a good one.